I don't care what anyone on the internet says, balance does not exist. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Strong in the Saddle. I'm your host, Katrina. And it has been a minute. So I have been releasing videos every single week for the past two and a half months, but I actually haven't sat down to record a video since, and I checked my computer. The last video I edited was from February 12th. And that is because I am a public accountant and I am super busy with tax season from middle of February till the end of April. So during that time, I do not have any time to be doing this. <laughs> and so before that, I batch create a bunch of content. So it has been a minute since I have sat in this chair, even though to you guys, it looks like I have been here every single week. And so that's kind of what I want to talk about today is this idea of balance and life as a non-pro who owns horses because it is definitely a juggling act and I will just use myself as an example. So yes, I am a public accountant and during the months of yeah mid-February till the end of April, I work 70 plus hours a week. So like I do not have time for a lot of things outside of eat, sleep, and sleep even gets compromised and work. Like that's all that I have time for. And like, if I was not a non-pro, if horses were my job, I would not have to make compromises of what do I need to put my time to, like work or horses. Like it's not even, it's just one of those things like, where's the money coming from? What are your priorities in life? And dealing with that balancing act. And so, yeah, it's just kind of talking about this idea of balance that I think like Instagram especially really, they really try to push this idea that you can achieve balance, you can have it all. But I think as most of us know, and as our lives play out, like in real life, we realize that no, sometimes it's just not balanced. Sometimes work is really, really busy and then other things need to take a back seat. And then there are other times where work is not as busy. Like for me going into the summer now, work will be slow. And so during that time, I can really shift my focus to my family, my horses and things other than work. But it's always this swinging pendulum that I think yeah, Instagram likes to think that, no, you can have a busy career and have success in your career and you can have a family and you can have all these hobbies and you can have a side hustle. And that's how you burn yourself out, guys. Like, balance does not exist. And if you're always trying to make that work, burnout is almost guaranteed. I think part of this conversation is just facing reality. So the reality for me is at this point in my life, horses are not my income source at all. In fact, they do the complete opposite. My horses cost me money. And so because of that, I have to come to terms with the fact that if I want to have horses, 
I need to devote part of my time to generating income so I can have those horses. If all I'm doing is dreaming about horses and playing at the barn, like it's not gonna take long for my bank account to go down and then yeah, real reality to really slap me in the face with, hey, you got your priorities wrong and now you have to sell your horse, which <laughs> that would break my heart. And so we also have to come to terms with the fact that there are so many hours in a day and it also can be tempting to sacrifice sleep. And I did mention that my sleep does get sacrificed during tax season, but that's just because like, one, I just don't sleep good because I'm stressed. And then another part is just, I have so much work to do that, okay, I will cut my sleep by an hour, but that is not sustainable. Like I'm recording this the day after tax season. And I don't know if you guys are watching on YouTube, I look exhausted. <laughs> I am definitely burnt out. And the main driver of that is stress and lack of sleep. And so if you're trying to do that long-term where you're trying to have a full-time career, you wanna have like a competition-ready horse, maybe you have kids and whatever else, there is, it's so cliche, but there are only so many hours in a day. And there's the, there was this thing around the internet, it was talking about like, well, Beyonce only has 24 hours in a day too. But you also have to look at her circumstances. Like Beyonce might have a chef, a personal trainer. She might have a nanny. So she's not having to do so many of the day-to-day -day things that us mortals have to do. And that's the same thing when you're a non-pro. For a lot of us non-pros, we do not have the luxury of having our horses in full-time training, having a trainer riding them daily when we can't get to them. We don't have a stable hand cleaning out stalls or feeding horses. We don't have someone there to stand and hold them while the farrier is here. Like we are fulfilling all of those roles as non-pros. And of course that takes up a lot of time. And so if you're having to do all those day-to-day -day things, like your day ends up being gone pretty dang quick. So it's, yeah, only so many hours in a day. And that's just one of the things like, you can get mad about it. You can wish, I wish there was 30 hours in a day, but there is not. And so you just need to figure out a way to work with what you got. And once you've come to terms with the fact that balance does not exist, you're not living in your dream horsey life, and there's only so many hours in a day, I feel like there's kind of like some grief that comes with that or just maybe even guilt. I know for myself, this year was a little bit better. I didn't work as many hours in tax season as I did last year, but it was still a lot and I definitely didn't have the perfect riding schedule for my horses. My horses are definitely deconditioned at this point. And there's a level of frustration that comes with that. There's a level of guilt. I feel guilt that I want my horses to be in tip top shape 365 days of the year. And when they're not, like, I feel like I'm not fulfilling my role as I would want to as a horse owner. And just like, oh, I wish things were different, right? And I think dealing with those thoughts and feelings is really important whether you need to just 
talk to your horse about them. I know I talk to my horse a lot about my woes <laughs> or, you know, talking to a human being or journaling about it, just something to just get it out, process it, and then you can move on. And from there, it's a matter of asking yourself, am I okay with where things are at, how things are going, or do I wanna implement some change? So for me, working fewer hours this tax season was really important for me. One, for my mental health, my physical health, and just the realization that if I don't take time for myself during tax season, I decrease my performance at work. And so as counterintuitive as it sounds, I realized I needed to change from go, 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 putting in as many hours as possible to, okay, you can put in a lot of hours, but then you need to breathe for a second and then you can go back into it. So that was one change that I implemented this year. And I think part of it is, yeah, looking at what is important to you. So my health is really important to me. Spending time with my husband, spending time with my horses, those are all really important to me. And so if those are important to me, then that will help motivate you to make changes and to do things that will, again, not bring you balance, but at least make you feel good about where you are in life and how things are progressing. So I think one option that's really good for non-pros, if you can't afford it, if you have a really busy period of time in your life, that might actually be a really good time to consider sending your horse for training and then they're not gonna lose condition while they're off and they might actually be better than ever when you finally do have time to ride. I did consider that with Diesel this year because he is still not a finished rainer, but I also just wanted to kind of feel it out and kind of just build a bond with him as I could. And to be honest, he's only, he was, he only turned four just like a week ago. So I thought like some time off is not going to hurt him. It'll allow him to develop and just grow a little bit as a horse. So I did not send him away while I was busy, but that's definitely something you could consider if you are going through a busy period in your life where you cannot devote as much time as you would like to your horses. Another thing to consider is just overall time management. So at work, we have um, a timesheet in our computers and we track our time by 0.2, so that's 12 minutes. So every single 0.2 of my day at work is tracked. And so I, I feel like I am extremely good with time management. I also have, you know, like I have it down pat how I meal prep, like I'm very regimented and I feel like when you're regimented, you know what to do and it's very easy to get things done and just the amount of stuff that you can get done in a set specific amount of time, it increases. And I feel like really honing in on your time management, sitting down with your calendar, whether that be electronic or just on paper and just saying like, these are the things I need to do. This is the amount of time in a day. 
how am I going to break this down? And, you know, at least going in with the plan, it doesn't necessarily mean that's how things are going to work out. But I feel like if you have a plan that's going to help maximize the amount of time that you do have, even when it is a super, super busy time in your life. Another thing I would encourage you to do is, and I'm saying this more to myself than anything else, is to avoid all or nothing thinking. Especially in past years, I've been really bad for this. Like, if I can't ride my horse for at least half an hour and derp, 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 whatever it is, then I might as well not do it at all. Like, if I can't do exactly the way I want it to be done, there's no point, was kind of my train of thought. But with horses and especially young ones, like every little bit counts. If even you can only spend 10 minutes doing groundwork, that's better than nothing. And I actually did implement that over the winter when it was too cold to be outside longer than 10 minutes. I was out there, I was like, okay, this is better than nothing. I'm making lemonade out of lemons right now. And it just helped me spend time building a bond with my horse and at least gave me that idea that at least I'm doing something and I'm not going huge stretches of time without seeing my horse at all. And so, yeah, definitely going from all or nothing to it's better than nothing. I think that's huge. And I'm, I'm an A-type personality. I like things very specifically done. I like, you know, patterns and like being very consistent with things. And so the thought of like doing something 10, day, 10 minutes one day and then maybe 45 another and like being sporadic like that, it just, my A-type personality perfectionist in me, like that grinds my gears. It's like nails on a chalkboard for me. But yes, it is better than nothing. So if nothing else, just get out there, do what you can. Again, maximizing your situation. And yeah, with all of that, I kind of, that's been the thing that's on, been on my mind quite a bit lately. Obviously coming out of tax season, my horses are now, as I said, a bit deconditioned and it's time to get rolling before some shows um, get here. But in coming episodes of the podcast of the YouTube channel, I'm going to be going through conditioning Diesel. So he's a four-year-old, not finished rainer. So you guys can watch me progress with him over the summer. I'm also gonna be doing some stuff with Junior. And for those of you who are new here, Junior is coming 23 years old. And so yeah, I have not shown him a lot on my channel at all, so you'll be seeing Junior. And overall, I'm going to be talking a lot about topics that specifically relate to a non-pro. So that will include horse training, but it's also gonna include time management, being fit to ride, and just all sorts of stuff like that. I will say, I was doing a lot of fitness content as it pertains to equestrians. I am moving away from that. I want to move more towards training horses as a non-pro. So be sure to subscribe or follow wherever you're listening to or watching this because I plan on keeping definitely weekly podcast episodes 
depending on how my summer goes, there is the potential for additional YouTube videos to be released. And of course, there will always be lots of content on Instagram. That's probably the best place to follow me because I do post daily content there about my horses and all sorts of fun stuff like that. So be sure to check that out. And until next time, remember, it's always a good day to ride.